0: This is, That's When It Hit Me. Every entrepreneur has that aha moment. Learn how this happened for entrepreneurs from all across the globe. And now here's your host, entrepreneur and author, Ron Patel.
1: On the line today, we have Darren Johnson. He's an author. He's a speaker. He's an organizational development coach specializing in personal development. And he's the nation's leading expert on letting go of stuff. Please welcome my friend Darren Johnson to the show. Darren, how are you?
2: I'm doing great, Ron. Thank you very much for having me on the show. I appreciate it.
1: Well, thank you very much for joining us. And if you just want to start out, why don't you tell us what is letting go of stuff?
2: (laughs) Well, letting go of stuff is actually a process that allows a person to remove barriers that keeps them from moving forward, whether it's in their personal life, in business, in their professional career, in their uh, relationships, uh, in any aspect of their life. And letting go is really about uh, identifying internally what it is that's keeping you from being able to move beyond your current situation, Uh, break down those barriers and and jump over those barriers, if you will, and move move beyond them. Um, And stuff is a matter of a particular kind, but yet it's unspecified and it's intangible but it interferes with our ability to stay focused. And really, what that boils down to is that stuff is our internal conversation. Our internal conversation is really what keeps us from being able to do the things that we want to do. Whether it's at the individual level or at the organizational level, there is a conversation that takes place that oftentimes interferes with our ability to. Uh, do what we set out to accomplish, and being able to let go of that or change that conversation, shift that conversation becomes paramount in the process of letting go
1: so So humor me and tell me what is it that you do with people to help them let go of stuff, and more importantly, why do you why have you chosen this line of work
2: Okay well, I chose the line of work because I love being able to help people move beyond their current state or their current situation. Um, And what I do with people is that I use a seven-step process that helps the person, the individual, the organization or the group, if it's a team, to actually identify where they currently are, what they need to move forward, and then provide them with the tools to be able to do that. And sometimes it happens in the form of a retreat or team building or could be a seminar. Oftentimes, it's one-on-one uh, coaching. I also work with couples, helping them uh, to uh, to take a look at their current relationship and how to let go of some of the old paradigms that 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 both members of that couple bring to the table, so that they can move beyond those paradigms and create new paradigms of themselves as a couple. So uh, that's what I do, and. I, going back to what I love about this process is that uh, years ago, I actually had an experience in my life where uh, I uh, had a conversation with my mom when I was very frustrated about her situation, and my mom died from the symptoms of multiple sclerosis, and so during her uh, trek, if you will, with MS, uh, I was frustrated and angry and lashing out, and I didn't realize I was doing this, but I was i was, I wasn't getting along with my dad, my brothers, my sister uh, I was always trying to control what the doctors and nurses would attempt to do for my mom as she was dealing with her situation and One day when I went to visit her in the hospital because she spent the last eighteen months of her life in living in the hospital and uh I went to visit her one day, and she pulled me aside and said, "Uh, Darren, you need to let go of the anger and the frustration, and, and I want you to focus on being the best son to me and the most loving son to me that you know how to be, and don't worry about anything else that's going on around you. Just focus on loving me for the rest of my life. And once I finally connected with her message, I realized that she changed my life with that message because I I realized that I did need to let go of some of the anger and the frustration that I was feeling about uh, her situation. Now, what was happening at the same time in my life that I got that message from her was that I was researching for uh, the company that I was working for at the time uh, to to put together a seminar on how people change and grow. And so... In my research, I discovered uh, a particular grid that I still use today, and I coupled my mom's message with the research and the grid, and that's how I came up with the message of letting go, and that's really where the title comes from, was from that message that I got from my mother. So that um, really is the impetus behind my desire to want to share that message with as many people as possible because the message that she gave me, coupled with the research I was doing at the time, literally changed my life for the better.
1: Wow, that truly is finding your calling in life, I think. That's that's an amazing story. Um, <laughs> so that that was obviously when you had your moment where you were thinking of that's when it hit you. So how... That is
2: when it hit me. That so... is when it hit me, when she – with her message – and, and that combination, that is really when it hit me to be able to, that this is what I needed to be doing for the rest of my life. <laughs> so I, I could be a millionaire or I could be a vagabond. And, Ron, I would still do what I do. <laughs> it doesn't matter because this is my calling.
1: Absolutely. So, so how did you get started with it then after, uh, after the passing of your mother, I assume, is when you really started the real work on this?
2: That's really when I began. That's really when I began to focus on um, have a more uh, purposeful focus on the process. But I I started my business in 1994. Now here's another story about when it hit me. <laughs> um, I started my business in 1994, and my goal was to put together this program and market it and sell it to the world. Okay, and um, Uh, June 1st, 1994, I sat in the office that I had set up at home that had a beautiful desk and a nice computer. Uh, At that time, it was a a Macintosh, uh, the old school Macintoshes, very old school, before the word Apple came along. (laughs) Anyway, and um, the the Mac was sitting on my desk, had a nice, a brand-new chair, brand-new bookshelves, brand new um, filing cabinets, and, and and a beautiful office in the house. And June 1st, I <clears throat> um, sat at the desk thinking that, okay, everyone knows that I'm in business right now. Now, here's why I thought everyone would know, because I spent $72 to place an ad in the business journal, the Nashville Business Journal, to place a little it wasn't even a business card size ad in the business journal to announce that I was now in business. And I knew that on June 1st, my phone would ring off the wall. So 8 o'clock in the morning, June the 1st, I'm sitting at my table, at my desk, rather. I picked up the phone to make sure there was a dial tone at about probably 8.05. Put the phone down, maybe 8.15, picked up the phone, checked the dial tone, Punched a few numbers to make sure that the phone was working. Put it back down. Nothing happened. No phone calls. No <laughs> one cared. No one knew. <laughs> and and I got one phone call. One phone call, and it was someone calling to sell me something. But uh, and but I answered that that one phone call with more passion than I've probably ever answered uh, the phone since that call. So. Um, but that's when I realized. That's when it, it dawned on me. It hit me that I needed to let people know that I existed. I needed to make sure that everyone understood what I did and that it was clear. And I needed to get out there and start shaking hands and and making things happen. For <clears throat> excuse me, for my business. And so that was the second time that it actually hit me. But that was specific to my business. So.
1: Okay, and then so tell us about those the, the initial stages, the first the first months in business, going out there shaking hands. Maybe a success or a failure you had.
2: <laughs> well, the first major success came within about a month or so of my having started the business, and when uh, the phone rang again, but this time it was Nissan, which was the company that I had just left, uh, and it was the uh, vice president of human resources calling to let me know that he had referred me to one of the vendors for the company. And that vendor was uh, an iron recycling company. So when the HR person for the, um, the recycling company called, they were wanting me to do team building for them. And so that was my very first major contract. It happened about within the first month. Uh, and my business took off from there. From there I began to work with the state of Tennessee. I became the um, consultant of choice, if you will, for the state of Tennessee uh, when it came to doing executive retreats and team building. I became the time management guru for the state of Tennessee uh, and uh, had a lot of fun. Uh, But that's when my business first uh, took off. The biggest challenge that I had at that point was um being in more than one place at one time because uh there were times when I would get I was getting so much business that I literally had checks that I had received from clients piled up on the desk that I didn't even have time to go and deposit into the bank because <laughs> because I was I was literally that busy and uh and so that was that was
1: That's uh, a good problem to have, Darren. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was a great problem to have at that time. It was an awesome problem to have. So a uh, lot of successes coming out of the gate, and it was primarily due to that one referral that I got from Nissan. So.
1: Excellent. So how how is your business different now than it was at the beginning?
2: Well, in the beginning, I did seminars on any and everything. So if you called me and you said, hey, we need you to put together a seminar on diversity, I've got it. I can do it, by golly. Uh, I was the yes man. I said yes to every opportunity. <laughs> you know, we need you to put together a seminar on how to uh, have an effective meeting. You've got it. I'll put it together. Uh, so today I'm focused only on the topic of letting go of stuff and the seven steps that I do. And I, everything I do is centered around uh, letting go of stuff, And and that's it. Uh, whereas back then I was doing any and everything so that's one of the primary differences. The other thing is that uh, even today I'll tell you what's the same Uh, after that $72 ad (laughs) I have not placed an ad since then and so that has not changed even today I don't advertise but I market I, I market like crazy and I know how to Leverage the marketing such that you get the same benefits, if not more benefits, uh, than um, uh, than if you were to pay for an advertisement. So uh, that's that's one of the things that I absolutely refuse to pay for advertising. I don't
1: even have
2: a budget for it. I don't even have a budget for advertising.
1: Excellent. So, if you could give one piece of advice to any entrepreneur, what would Mm -hmm. you give? What would you say?
2: Oh, well, one of the things that I would recommend is to definitely learn how to read your profit and loss statements. Get to know your P&Ls. Become best friends with your P&Ls. Love your P&Ls. And even if you are afraid that what you might see on the page is not going to make you feel good, still love your P&Ls. Read them at least twice a month, minimally and uh and, and, and really learn to understand all of the uh the terminology and the language that's associated with the profit and loss statement. Because that is the statement that you can actually make long term projections with with your business and it tells a very clear picture of what your business has been like in the past. And so it's a very powerful report financial report that can change your life when it comes to your business.
1: Awesome. Yeah, there's there's nothing that tells the the lifeline of your business better than a P&L statement. So I, uh, I I agree with you 100%. Uh, you've got a cafe online. How can people check that out and what's on that site?
2: Okay. Thank you for uh, asking about that. It's called The Letting Go Cafe, and it's lettinggocafe.com. And at the com, we have solutions for letting go in what we refer to as a complicated world and we cover every topic from business to personal development uh if you're interested in uh, decluttering your home or your office we have advice on how to to do that suggested methods for making that happen we talk about uh, celebrities and how celebrities need to let go Uh, We focus on um, some marketing strategies there as well, uh, although not from the perspective of an expert such as yourself, just from a guy who's been in business uh, over the years and has learned some things about how to market. So from that perspective, we offer uh, solutions for that. Uh, And it's all centered around the notion of letting go. And we also have guest or featured authors and writers uh, excuse me, that write articles for that the, the com as well. So, uh, And, yes, it would be awesome to have anyone uh, stop by, hang out for a while, and have a sip of Letting Go latte.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Well, I'll put a link on our show page then, and uh, there will be a link to the Letting Go Cafe. Okay, Darren, any, uh, any last remarks?
2: Well, the one thing I'd like to share with your listeners is that if you want to grow, you must learn to let go. And what better way to let go than by visiting thelettinggocafe.com and checking out all the resources there.
1: Darren Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. Darren, thank you very much, and I wish you continued success in all your endeavors. Thank you so much.
0: You've been listening to That's When It Hit Me with your host, Ron Patel. To learn more about That's When It Hit Me, visit smallbizamerica.com. Small Biz America. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.